the edge podcast your spot to know all that's hot in the world of ai and automation welcome to the edge podcast this is a two part series that i'm inviting you to and uh, the entire series is going to be about extract insights and on part 1 we're going to be discovering the latent and hidden value in unstructured data and to help us understand the space a little bit better we've decided to call on the experts uh, the gunfire as we call it the gunpowder and we've got swaminathan natarajan who is global product head extract edge at edgeworth joining us today thank you so much swami and welcome to the edge podcast how are you doing today i'm doing good ashishal uh, and i'm happy to be part of this podcast i'm quite certain people are waiting to uh, discover the world of unstructured data with you swami but i thought uh, a slightly different question would be great to sort of break the ice <laughs> metaphorically speaking what's the closest analogy uh, that you can think of to unstructured data in a in the in the real world as in i mean not that unstructured data is from in a false world but you know what i mean a totally different analogy uh sure sheetal that i think one of the closest analogies that i can think of is uh, street food versus gourmet food mm-hmm. uh, where you have street food that is perceived to be uh, very messy and perhaps bad for health and then there is gourmet food which everybody aspires to have on a daily basis if need be so that's uh, the closest analogy that i see that just like street food and gourmet food what you know you would see is that you know from an unstructured perspective you know, you'd see that the perceptions are very different from reality and yeah. that's something i hope to set right as part of this podcast Oh excellent I'm looking forward to it because as far as the food goes I'm a more a street food person so give me a plate of bhel my mouth is already watering and I suspect I won't be able to talk further on this podcast if I think about food anymore so I'm going to head straight into my next question for you Swami I was just you know reading this report the other day and it says that uh, 80 to 90% of data within organizations is unstructured and most of it uh, happens to be locked in these digital and physical documents now from the sound of it it appears to be a gold mine to me so since you work so closely with large enterprises across industries what is your view what are the typical problems that uh, enterprises face in the context of unstructured data so what i uh, find most of the times is that uh, the reality is very different than the perception right? uh, perception is that unstructured data is messy it is bad it's not good it's bad for business and so on but reality is that unstructured data is is really the lifeblood of business it's very essential for the business and and uh, the proof point for that is is the fact that you know there is tremendous amount of growth that you see in unstructured data mm-hmm. um and all that uh, things that is happening because businesses um, generate them in volumes um, every year right so mm-hmm. the reality is that uh, the technology infrastructure that we have in place today is all tuned and geared up for dealing with structured data mm-hmm. and and that uh, makes it a little difficult to deal with unstructured data and hence this uh, whole perception that unstructured data is messy and not good right mm-hmm. see over the last decade there have been a lot of advancements uh, we have uh, augmented the uh, infrastructure with um, a lot of machine learning capabilities uh, big data capabilities and so on but they again have really uh, you know been focused more and geared up more towards the structured part of uh, what we see um, and not really move the needle when it comes to unstructured data mm-hmm. so then what really happens is from your technology infrastructure perspective you still are not able to deal with unstructured data as effective as effectively as you would like to mm-hmm. and hence uh, the whole perception right 
So right. in my view, going back to your question, it's essential that uh, enterprises start thinking about upgrading their infrastructure to accommodate unstructured data and get them closer to the business, right? And if they don't do that, they really are running the risk of a lot of their digital initiatives failing. Mm-hmm. because of the simple fact that they are not able to deal with unstructured data so in, in light of that really uh, swami what what are the types of products or solutions large enterprises should look at for example say i'm a bank present in over 100 countries and uh, perhaps i don't know what kind of insights worth millions is really hidden in my enterprise documents what would your guidance over here be where and how should i begin sure i think uh, the first part of this journey really is uh, to accept unstructured data as a way of life and treat it as a first class citizen uh, and not keep it uh, locked away in some data lake and call it dark data and you know things like that right and then the focus should be to make it uh, more tightly integrated to the business process so that your business can really consume it and benefit from it right mm-hmm. so from that perspective so one of the key things an organization who has not yet started on this journey one of the key things they are, they have to think about is to bring in document ai capabilities into the organization right and here i'm talking about bringing in nlp capabilities computer vision bringing in an osia that is really powered and driven by ai right. now once you kind of bring in these kind of capabilities it is important that you pick the right initiatives as well right so just getting the capabilities is not going to change anything its capabilities are not going to be silver bullets so what you have to do is also think about uh, picking the right digital initiative that relies on unstructured data and then think about uh, you know what kind of value you could deliver to your uh, business and your end users right. and there are again quite a few parameters that you can move the needle on you can uh, really improve your operational efficiencies you can improve your customers experience or you can help your business with a lot of insights and decisions that are really driven by a lot of the valuable information that is locked into the unstructured data world mm. so finally don't forget to incorporate change management okay. so when you're dealing with a lot of unstructured data when you're bringing in all these new capabilities in terms of document ai your business users your operations team they have to start to deal with and start to work hand in hand with these kind of capabilities to you know to realize the benefit Good. so it's equally important to make sure that your stakeholders and the users and the consumers of all these capabilities that you're bringing in know how to work with them and know what to expect out of it and know the best way to get value out of them Right, right. So from what I hear, not just a competency-related idea, but also a cultural shift is what is looking at, which is in line with most uh, digital transformation journeys. Also, I would imagine uh, across the board. Here's where I'm going to move into a definition segment. <laughs> uh, we need our listeners to understand um, one particular phrase: document extraction, processing, and comprehension pipeline. What is it, uh, Swami, and how does it really, really work? Sure. I think the best way to do uh, to kind of explain this is to take an example. Let's say that you are tasked with automating a process that uses uh, scanned invoices from different vendors. So, in a traditional sense, or perhaps in reality, you might have a team of operations uh, folks sitting and manually looking at these invoices and either trying to copy paste or trying to enter the key in the values in a form in in some ERP system, right? and and you've been tasked to automate this whole process right and then then what you would be really dealing with is um, a wide variety of formats and layouts of these invoices um, each of these invoice that you would see coming in from different vendor would all look very different so you have right. to first uh, solve this particular problem right 
and then if uh, let's say that uh, you know these invoices have been scanned and they come to you as scanned documents and you have to deal with a lot of noise that comes in because of these scans right and and then there is the other complexity that is involved so not all invoices will have a standard way of representation so there are different ways in which uh, people would uh, represent information in invoices right and that's something that you would also need to deal with right you also then have to look at uh, complex pieces of information within the invoice for example you perhaps have to pick out values from a table a very weirdly formatted table for that matter and then be able to relate it to uh, break it down into let's say the description and the value right so these are all the kind of complexities that you're going to hit when you've been tasked with something like automating uh, the process to you know deal with scanned invoices hmm. so what you're really are then looking for is to put in a pipeline in place that can string together various uh, document ai capabilities that i talked about mm-hmm. right something that uh, connects computer vision capabilities with ocr with nlp something that's going to digest a document extract value from it comprehend these values and okay. map them to some canonical terms like some standard terms that would really say that okay invoice id really means number or id or something like that right, right. so so you would have to do something of that sort and once you design this kind of a pipeline and you build it and then you put it in production and then you operate it on a day to day basis you mm-hmm. really have you know a document extraction and comprehension pipeline that is uh, you know in play or working on to automate this whole uh, effort to extract information from invoices we sort of also figure out this whole document ai and idp set of terms right and i see everybody using these quite interchangeably and i also take a moment over here to remind our uh, listeners that part 2 of this podcast is really going to be about the business impact of document ai in commercial insurance so don't miss that one out at all it's part of the two part series but to come back to this question what's the difference between document ai and idp uh, swami yeah so this is a pretty new space so to say it's an evolving space there's, there's obviously going to be a lot of terminologies that everyone is going to encounter right so idp or intelligent document processing uh, really refers to the space or the set of solutions that are uh, available to process documents classify them and extract content from them and perhaps extend and get insights from them as well right <laughs> now Uh, there are uh, obviously different ways to achieve this so what you're going to see is different product stacks or different technology stacks that can help achieve what i just described and document ai is one such stack which is heavily uh, based on ai and my opinion is that as the complexity of document grows perhaps ai is the only way to solve the complexity and be able to deal with these kind of documents and deal with the variations and variety and then be able to extract information from them right so mm-hmm. what our view point is that technical stacks or product stacks that are based on document ai are the ones that are best positioned to solve this kind of problem statement around unstructured data that we've seen or that we see so again idp is really the space and document ai is one way to achieve or implement solutions in this space Now for the part where we actually, you know, do a spot of storytelling, uh, Swami, because we love our stories on the Edge podcast. So nothing like a actual case study, perhaps for our listeners. Uh, some experience of you working with a client. Can you share a few insights that you've gleaned from there? Sure. I'll perhaps take two examples. Uh, okay. So I just wanted to compare and contrast between what is possible. 
So uh, in the first one, um, I, we worked with a customer to help them process contract documents. So they've been uh, signing up a lot of contracts, which are essentially lease contracts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we helped them use document AI to be able to process these kind of documents. So we helped them this kind of a pipeline. And this pipeline was oriented towards um, picking up you know, specific clauses in the uh, leases that perhaps are getting violated by their you know, partners. And which gives them an opportunity to go ahead and then, uh, you know, perhaps get some of the money that they paid back. So if, if you then think of it, uh, this is one good example where uh, something like document AI uh, can be utilized to deal with unstructured data, in this case, um, lease documents, and then be able to figure out uh, what are the opportunities where uh, you could recover some of the money back. So in that sense, you know, improve your operational parameters for the organization. And the second example that I'm going to take is, uh, you know, on completely on the other side of the spectrum. And this has got more to do with uh, integrating uh, document AI capabilities directly into the day-to-day work or processes that goes on. And in this case, it's, it's really the compliance organization where they have to deal with a lot of checks around um, the customers that they're onboarding. Mm-hmm. So in this case, uh, you know, they again have to deal with a lot of documents. It is ID documents, um, it is proofs of income, it is uh, really, you know, proofs of uh, authority and ownership and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, given the kind of volumes of um, customers that get onboarded and um, or kind of go through this uh, compliance process. So this, there's a huge amount of document that comes up and then kind of slows down the whole uh, process of um, confirming and saying that, you know, whether uh, a customer is good to go. Right. And which, if you think about it, is really adding up to the delays and then you know, negatively impacting customer experience, right? Mm-hmm. So again, in this case as well, you know, we went through this whole process uh, of uh, putting, helping our um, client uh, set up a document AI pipeline that could then, you know, on the fly, uh, be able to pick up these kind of documents uh, that are being uploaded, you know, kind of classify them, figure out, you know, which of these ones are of what category, mm-hmm. then and figure out, you know, what kind of information is there, and then be able to correlate, extract and correlate the information back so that mm-hmm. all your compliance checks are done, right? Right. So you, you need to make sure that somebody who's submitting an ID document and a, an income proof, it, it's really the same uh, document. It's not of two different persons, right? So those right. kind of checks, uh, you know, kind of gets done by this pipeline. And, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, in, instead of having to wait for a long time, you really have some of these checks being done in a very short span of time and hence improving the customer experience. And any last comments to leave our listeners with? I think the one comment that I would uh, like to leave is that, you know, people have to change their perceptions of unstructured data. Unstructured data is really core to business and hope that uh, people change the way the technology is so that the unstructured data that gets generated in the enterprise is really consumed and adds value to a lot of you know initiatives that are happening in the enterprise. Thank you so much, Swami, for joining us on the Edge podcast today. Thank you. 